Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Thursday the 10th of March. I'm Dom Knight. Hello, Gabby Bolt, returning from Adelaide. Hey, I made it back alive. And Alex Avulovich was here the whole time. As Still well. right here, unfortunately. <laughs> so, Gabby, for our South Australian listeners, yeah. uh, what did you make of SA? I loved it. I really, really loved it. I've been banned from e-scooters, though. What did you do? I fell... <laughs> Really hard. I was doing so good for like the first five days. I was scooting to my gig, scooting back from my gig. I was really crushing it. And I was like, I'm becoming a bit of a speed demon. So hang on, has Adelaide got some sort of nifty like short-term rental scooter thing going on? Yeah, they are not fans of just finding ways to revenue raise by any means possible. (laughs) So they've actually allowed people to have an easier life in some regards. Yeah, they've got these like, um, you know how like in New South Wales, there's like line bikes and you can pay Mm. to use Mm. the bikes and you just leave them. They've got that, but... E-scooters. So so aren't e-scooters completely illegal in New South Wales? Yeah. Everywhere? Right. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to feel like a criminal for a little bit. Um, but now that you've fallen over and felt the wrath of the scooter, now yeah. you understand why it's illegal here, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was really funny too because I was really, really good at it. And the problem was I'd realised that I hadn't factored in hills. Oh. Because Adelaide's so flat and my mm. distance was pretty much just a straight line, a straight flat line for every gig. And then this one day I was like, I'm going to try taking the other entrance to the venue. And it goes down this hill and there's all these cars parked on the right side. And I went down the hill and forgot that natural momentum means that if you're accelerating down a hill and you're on a scooter, there's two forces of acceleration at play. You found the one hill in the whole of Adelaide. Yeah, I found the one hill and then I forgot where the brake, I got the brake and the accelerator mixed up. So then when I was going a bit too fast, I was like, oh, I'm going a bit fast. I went to put the brake on, put (gasps) the accelerator on and then I just went ass over tit in the gutter. Like really bad. There are 13 bruises on my legs, but we're fine. But because of all this, I got health insurance. Mm. So now I'm... I am covered if I stack it again. Wait, well, well surely played. announcing that here on the podcast will mean that your premium will go up. Oh, jinxed that, it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, no, I, I don't have health insurance. I'm free. I'm just fascinated by the notion that a, that a, a CBD that is so small that it's easily walkable. It's <laughs> like, yeah, what we need is e-scooters. Hey, hey, it was a lot of fun, but now I'm banned. I've been told I can't ride them anymore. By your health insurer or mm. by the city of Adelaide? <laughs> by my producer. <laughs> All right, on today's show, Gabby, you're taking a look at uh, International Women's Day. Yes, gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss. It's going to be great. Then, Alexa, how do you top that? Um, I'm going to be talking about potato fries, cheese curds, and gravy today. It's the same as gatekeep, gaslight, girl boss, just slightly different words. (laughs) Potato fries, cheese curds, (laughs) gravy. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. Gravy boss. Coming up (laughs) after our news boss, Rebecca Day in a minute. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Australians around the country dealing with the third straight year of major natural disasters have begun to suspect that scientists may be onto something with this whole climate change thing. While most Aussies now believe that we should probably try to stop a future apocalypse, those in the major political parties have suggested that Aussies simply should go back to ignoring scientists and just learn to live with disasters. 
Sydney ciders have breathed a sigh of relief today as the Liberal Party has announced upcoming upgrades to public transport, with a fleet of nuclear submarines due to arrive by 2050. New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet told voters that the move was done as part of a team-up with the federal government, calling the move a realistic plan for the future of this nation and the needs of the future underwater city. Sky News host Andrew Bolt has slammed the Greens, accusing the powerless party of being responsible for all the problems the world is currently facing. As floods, international war and a plague virus devastates the entire planet, Bolt has pondered whether the secret Greens party leader, dictator Dan, intentionally triggered the events using Bond villain technology in order to implement an agenda against discrimination. From the Chaser News Desk, I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. And speaking of bolts, thank fuck you're back, Gabby. The boys were getting way too comfortable without another girl around. They even started using Lynx as an air freshener. I don't know what to do when you get too famous for us. So, okay, International Women's Day happened. It did. Woo! woo. What a day. Yeah, look, I, I don't know. I, I don't know really where I sit on this day because, like, on the one hand, obviously, I am a woman, so, you know, I'm supposed to enjoy it. On the other hand, I feel like over the years, it, we've lost our way. There's, like, no real thing to celebrate. I feel like too many people are celebrating with cupcakes in the office um, and not enough people are actually talking about the systemic issues that a lot of these big corporations at times actually contribute mm. towards the lack of feminist progress in this in this country and in the world. Uh, so I've sort of found a few announcements uh, from corporations and notable oh. people towards International Women's Day that I find rather interesting, and I thought I'd just share them with you. Oh, no. uh, the first one I found was Pretty Little Thing. I don't know if you're familiar with Pretty Little Thing. It's no. a fashion, fashion brand. They launched a hashtag My Dress Doesn't Mean Yes campaign. Um, they're an online retailer. They're using International Women's Day to launch the hashtag My Dress Doesn't Mean Yes campaign in partnership with uh, anti-rape charities, the Survivors Trust in the UK, It's On Us, and End Rape on Campus in the US, mm. and an Avant Tout, I can't say that right, in France. Um, so it's quite an interesting campaign. They're going to donate 100% of the profits from any sale of their My Dress campaign uh, tote bags and selected dresses to support sexual assault victims. And that mm. is all well and good. Uh, however, here's the thing about Pretty Little Thing. They're a fast fashion brand. Oh. Yeah, so uh, I've looked it up on Good Good On You, if you're not familiar. Actually, this is just a good resource anyway. I don't mean to do any actual journalism on this podcast, but <laughs> if you're looking into what ethical fashion uh, can mean for you, Good On You is a really good resource to tell you what fashion sites how they stand oh, yeah. in, in, in how they make their clothes, how they manufacture clothing. And, and, and so I got curious and I looked it up. Uh, the labour conditions for Pretty Little Thing, um, they have received the lowest possible labour rating of very <laughs> poor uh, in the world. So, so does Pretty Little Thing actually refer to the children who make the clothes? Yeah. Pretty much. So kids. there's nothing quite like making clothes to sell for a a campaign called My Dress Doesn't Mean Yes oh. and making them with the sweatshop labour of underpaid women. Um yeah, they oh. also don't provide a quote, this quote, good on you. It publishes zero or minimal information about its supplier policies and audits, and it doesn't disclose any information about its forced labour, gender equality, or freedom of association. While PLT ambassadors <laughs> seem happy, the same can't be said for workers in the supply chain. There's also no evidence that ensures payment of a living wage or any policies <laughs> or safeguards to protect suppliers and workers from the impacts of COVID-19. But there were cupcakes. There were cupcakes, mm. and boy, can you buy a tote bag with a slogan. So, so uh, one of the slogans that I saw 
draw on International Women's Day is um, is break the bias. Ah, yes, I'm glad you brought this and up. So, are they clear that the only bias that they want to break is is like the one specific to like the Western world? <laughs> I mean, on pretty is there, much a, is there an asterisk? I, I might actually, I might even put a little funky footnote in break the bias. I'll come back to that in just a second. Right before I tell you some more companies that got involved. But yes, that's all I can assume with Pretty Little Thing. Uh, Amazon. Amazon.com got involved. Oh. Uh, from women-owned brands to inspiring movies, books and music, explore how we're celebrating women this International Women's Day and through Women's History Month. Um, I really don't have any research on this except to say that obviously Amazon aren't <laughs> don't really good at <laughs> respecting women. Yeah, when you, just, when you say Amazon, it's kind of all built into the word, I right? I mean, you could talk about the labour policies again. You could talk about the way that they manufacture products and deliver products and the way they treat their workers. But I would also like to talk about just Jeff Bezos in general. Surely that man doesn't respect women. There's I no mean, way. He put he a penis all. in space, right? Yeah, true. Cock rocket. Um, anyway. You know, I saw a headline the other day which said um, Amazon to shrink. I was like, thank <laughs> fuck. That is such good news. <laughs> yeah. And then I realised it was the rainforest. Like my oh. first thought was the shitty company. Oh, no. They've ruined the rainforest for me. Anyway. Yeah, fuck. Um, so uh, some notable people. I got a bit depressed with the companies, honestly. And so I thought, you know, who's saying, who's saying stuff? Right here at home locally, uh, Josh Frydenberg. Uh, address the future women's summit on International Women's Day. Now, one might ask, why did Josh Frydenberg get invited to speak on International Women's Day at all? Um, but I'm glad he did because Wait, maybe it's like a future women's. Like he is planning to transition. Oh, I mean, at in some that point. case, I'd be completely supportive. He'd still be, be he'd still be a trash treasurer, but like, yeah. <laughs> be, like I'm good good for them. But anyway, uh, I'm glad he did address the women's summit because we wouldn't have gotten this quote. Uh, this is a quote that I saw on Twitter from one Kate McGrath. She says that he said. Quote, if I stood down and gave my job to a woman, I'd probably get a standing ovation. The crowd then cheered, and then it says ellipses, dot, dot, dot. It will happen, but not tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I don't even know why that needed to be said, Josh. Joshy, what's going on? You'd all love a female treasurer in for the first time in Australian history, wouldn't you? Can you imagine if he had actually followed through and been like, so I am resigning wow. and there a woman will be replacing me, a more competent woman. I actually probably would have given him some merit for that, but instead it was just tease, 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 tease but not for you. <laughs> you know what he's thinking is behind that. My theory, this yeah. is just a theory. My theory is that he's like, when I'm PM, as in when another man takes the top job, yeah. I'm going to have a female treasurer and that's going to make history. Hell yeah. But damn it, if a woman's getting the top job. Yeah, I do love it. Like, happy International Women's Day. I will decide when women get at work. <laughs> it's yeah, great. That's right. It's lovely. Um, Hashtag back the bias. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, some might argue the ultimate feminist mm. um, in, in Russia. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I, I've got a little clip for you. This, this, this old guy had something to say. Sending special respects to those women who are holding their duty, carrying service in the Russian armed forces. Thank you for your faith to the fatherland. I want to address mothers, wives, sisters, brides and girlfriends of our soldiers and officers who defend Russia during the special military operation. Ah. 
That's Putin. <laughs> I Putin just gave it an International Women's Day address. There's so much to unpack. Oh fatherland, God. for yeah, starters. I know. Well, you gotta love the use of the word fatherland in a Women's Day address. But also, just aside from imagery, just like the fact that it's like, I want to thank daughters, wives, sisters, brides, and girlfriends of our soldiers <laughs> in our quote special military operation to kill women. Yeah. <laughs> to, to shell and also residential like, dwellings where women and children live in I, Ukraine. I guess get fucked if you're not a woman in a relationship to a man <laughs> to a in some way. Yeah, Specifically like, to a soldier. Like it's just, there's so much wrong with it. And I, I, I feel really divisive on International Women's Day. I think back when I was in high school, my feminism was very, you know, gatekeep, gaslighted, girl bossy, almost embarrassingly so. As in, I used to say girl boss completely non-ironically. And like, as time's gone on, I've just found that this day, particularly in mainstream media and in politics and in corporate speak, has become about a palatable version of feminism and not and mm. not what feminism actually should be, which is intersectional. It, it shouldn't be, you know, p- pictures of beautiful white women all, you know, I'm CEO, like all of this <laughs> bullshit terminology. Like, I've never I, I hate before. it. I hate that that's what this has become for so many women and for so many people. It's not promoting the right thing. What we should be promoting is like, how do we fix the systemic issues in place in companies and in businesses to help all women of all background and all sexuality and all identification step up and be a part of the conversation as well? How do we lift those voices? But anyway, that's just my two cents. But Gabby, I saw Break the Biases going viral yep. as a hashtag and many, yep. many beloved companies yep. um, published that they were trying to break the bias. Yes. Uh, yeah, not the theme. Not at all the theme. Uh, I found a very interesting Twitter thread by Ivan R. Sam on Twitter. Uh, and it says, Today I learned that the world's most visited International Women's Day website is operated by a shadowy for-profit London-based marketing agency called Aurora, run by an Australian woman accused of serious workplace bullying. I know Ivan. He's a wonderful man. Yeah. Well done, Ivan. He's an old friend of mine. Oh, oh. really? Yeah. Well, Ivan Ivan opened my eyes. Each year, Aurora suggests a banal but catchy hashtag or theme. This year, they suggested Break the Bias, adopted by corporate breakfasts everywhere, overshadowing the UN proposed theme, which was to do with women and climate change. The actual theme of International Women's Day, if you're going to whack a label on it, was... Gender equality for a more sustainable future, meant to discuss important women globally in fighting no, climate change. Gabby, climate break change. your bias in favour of discussing climate change. No, we don't need it. There are cupcakes. How did it become possible for a corporation to literally gatekeep gaslight girl boss International Women's Day? Why are we allowing this to happen? We just need to let corporations get the fuck away from it, in my opinion. Should just stop letting them be involved. Well, the thing that I read about this, Gabby, is that um, the origins of International Women's Day came from socialism. Yes. And so, well, we don't like that. You can't have that. That would threaten corporations. That would mean no corporations. That would mean... The public collectively owning things like, I don't know, mines and banks. And yeah. we don't oh, want no. that. No, capitalism has to win. Has to win. It's you a know, great time for capitalism at the moment. You can't have girl bosses without big companies, Gabby. You know, you know what? It's actually a, one big, the same. It's a big time for capitalism at the moment because they've also, there's also rainbow capitalism, which is like the whole Mardi Gras thing. Corporations mm. jumping on Mardi Gras all of a sudden. You know, Commonwealth Bank being like, gay. We're gay now. Yeah, <laughs> for like a day and then they fuck off. <laughs> we're officially a gay And then bank. a week later they're like, we're all women. And then yeah. the next day they're like, no, back to being all men in businesses oh. of power. I, I just, I just, that's my fucking two cents. And my two cents don't actually matter in this conversation. I mean, I guess the question will be, if you're a, you know, a single mother who's doing it tough and can't find work because you're minding your kids because some dickhead man ran off, is the CBA going to foreclose on your mortgage or not? You know what? <laughs> I suspect they still will. Maybe not. On International Women's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Save it to the next yeah. year. The best day of the year. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. So I guess we already mentioned um, Vladimir Putin in our top story. Feminist king. Oh. Yep. Uh, boss of girl bosses in Russia. <laughs> he sure um, is. But Alex, you've got a bit more on the worst man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so people have been pretty upset at Putin for a while. They've been protesting Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Mm. Um, but there's an unlikely casualty in this conflict. Uh, this is a French-Canadian delicacy of potato fries, cheese curds, and gravy. No. Yep. No. Poutine is cancer. No. <laughs> so there's this um, company called Maison de la Poutine. Um, it's got restaurants in Paris and in mm. Toulouse, and it started receiving all these insults and threats following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Um, I mean, do they think that the people who make fries with cheese and gravy on them are like... We're on board. We yeah. hate Ukraine. Yeah, oh of course. My God. And then you got you've got Leroy Giuseppe. I don't know how to speak French, but that's what <laughs> it looks like. Je m'appelle. Uh, <laughs> and they claimed to be the per- birthplace of poutine in the 1950s. Right. And they wrote this on their social media. They wrote, "Dear clients, tonight the Giuseppe team decided to temporarily retire the word poutine from its trademark in order to express, in its own way, its profound dismay over the situation in Ukraine." You should note that poutine is written with asterisks over the O-U, so it's like, like a swear it, word. Like, like censored. Not to trigger anyone oh, wow. reading poutine. Okay. Um, and now they call it fries, cheese, gravy is the name of the dish. Oh, listen. Look, I look. you know what? If they have to change the name, they have to change the name, whatever. But you can what? come up with something better. They don't have but to change come the up name. With something. You know, like, I mean, here's the thing. Look, here... You might see a loss. I see an opportunity. Oh, yeah. That could have been such a better name. Why would you call it, like, instead of poutine, which obviously I would prefer, why why would you then call it fries, cheese, gravy? <laughs> That's a shit name. You could have come up with something better than that. Like, fries a palooza. Well, they could also do what, um, you know, do you remember in the 90s, you might not have been alive, I can't remember, <laughs> but there was this whole thing um, when France was opposing the Iraq war. Right? Yes, and there's yeah. this whole thing in America where instead of French fries, they're like, no, they're freedom fries. They're Amazing. freedom fries. We're not going to say the word I French because that because they're yes. traitors. And the French and hate them. Like, Damn it. Yeah. yeah. But given that this is now a French speaking country, they could bring it back. Freedom they can have freedom fries. fries with gravy. Oh, beautiful. Freedom, freedom, what was it? Fries, yeah, free, gravy, cheese. Yeah. Freedom, freedom fries, bre- gravy, cheese. Um, but, you know, <laughs> given this this course of events that Poutine's been cancelled, I think we can go into the game of prediction and work out what, what else is going to be off the menu in the God. future. Um, there are lots of things out there that remind us of Putin. <laughs> and... I think a lot of people find that very triggering. I um, mean, for instance, the song "Putting on the Ritz." I just, I can't, oh. I can't. There's no, yeah. we're not, we're not having any Ritz. Where, what would we say? Adopting the Ritz, uh, mm. doing the Ritz, yeah. but not Throwing putting the on the Ritz. ritz. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. not. Um, it's not appropriate when he's killing people yeah. to talk about dancing at the Ritz. No, yeah. absolutely not. Um, and I think there's there's a big um, surge in the number of celiacs in the world in solidarity with Ukraine. Um, restaurants have stopped using gluten 
in their meals. Oh, um, gluten sounds like Putin. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, it's an well, that's happening it. anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> honestly, that'd be great for me. I was meant to go on a FODMAP diet like five years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm gluten intolerant. I fucking that's because I love freedom and I hate dictators. Yeah, I'm all um, about fructose now. <laughs> and um, a good sign for green energy, um, nuclear is in trouble. Um, really? Yeah. We can't use plutonium anymore. <laughs> that's... <laughs> What about uh, so the one I'm torn on, on is is poo right because in my house <laughs> oh. we've got a three row we talk As a lot we about always poo. are on this podcast and so either you go well well clearly poo is morally superior to, to Vladimir Putin yeah but then he is shit so yeah. Yeah. how do we go with that um that's that's kind of the tricky thing when like you're trying to cancel all this stuff sometimes it's like a cell phone like mm. Um, mm. KFC Coca Cola McDonald's Pepsi Burger King all pulled out of Russia yeah and so it's like punishing them by making them healthier you know yeah like, it can't be good but making them stronger but then about poo, I mean, uh, I think we still need to use the <laughs> oh, word yes, for yes, shit. Yes. But what about A.A. Milne's beloved character, Winnie the Pooh? Oh. We've got oh. to change that name. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's an, an, the Id- there's an ideal <laughs> <laughs> alternative. Because you know how Xi Jinping is Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> yeah. We should just name that bear either Winnie the Shit, yes. as you suggest, or, or Xi Jinping. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit safer. Winnie the Shit's certainly <laughs> more more uh, edgy. Well, I mean, I th- well, as a kid, I thought Pooh was incredibly edgy. So I think it's mm, just bringing did. it into a new generation. We all did. Oh, bring back Winnie the Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Our Gears from Road microphones are part of the ACAST Crater Network. And we'll catch you tomorrow mm-hmm. or this afternoon. Who knows what the fuck's going on with our schedule this week? Anyway, we'll have more <laughs> podcasts at some point in the future. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs>